Hello and welcome to Integratus. I'm your host, Jonathan Franz. And if you are one of those curious listeners on the other end, I say thank you. This is a space where you can create a deeper connection with yourself, a space to embody a more authentic you. Along the way, I'll share the highs, the lows, the learnings and the losses of my experience in life. And in turn, I hope it helps you to open up your heart a little, to grow in extraordinary ways, and to ultimately feel inspired so you too can embrace your fears and share your gifts to the world. Welcome to Integratus. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Integratus podcast. This is a place where you can see, seek and heal oneself from the mental, the emotional, the physical and the spiritual healing uh, and the quest, (laughs) the wonderful quest, the journey that we're all presented with this journey of life, in my opinion, is all about spreading love. Uh, It's all about learning how to love yourself. uh, And it's expressing really the highest form of your being on this planet. And the world is, is going through a really difficult time right now. You know, not sure when you'll be listening to this podcast you might be listening to this in you know a year down the track and who knows maybe we would have reached world peace by then but right now it is not that and there is huge amounts of conflict and war and aggression uh, in the world with what's going on with uh, Israel, what's going on with the Palestines, what's going on with Gaza, what's going on with Hamas, and uh, what's happening everywhere in the world right now. Um, I want to make this episode relatively short, uh, and I wasn't really going to talk about, you know, this, and... I'm not going to talk about it from a lens of like specifics. I have zero, really, I have zero idea of what's going on and the dynamics of play and how long this has been going on for. And I'm in Sydney, Australia. I grew up basically on the North Shore. I went to a private school since I was in year two. I come from a blessed family where I've never been on the streets. I'm in a blessed country. I've never had bombs go off. No one's ever raped my mother. Like, I haven't been confronted with murder. Like, really, I have zero idea what kind of suffering and what people go through in parts of the world and parts of the world where people are are dying, innocent people are dying and all the dynamics of power at play and fighting over land and genocide. I mean, 
it just goes on and on and on. So like I know I know nothing, right? And to get a perspective, my perspective has only come from my experience and my perspective has come from the media and the media will show me what they want to show me. And who knows who the media is controlled by and what messages they want to put out. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have a clear picture, and it's not necessarily about you know taking sides or trying to come up with an argument of either or. But I've had a few different experiences in the last week um, where I felt the tension of what's going on in the world right in front of my face. And the gym is always a place where, you know, the gym's a really great place. People talk, people stop for coffee, uh, especially being a personal trainer in the gym. You know, I people come up to me, we chat, I say hi. And Australia is a very multicultural place and... Um, it's amazing to see the different types of cultures that even just exists on the North Shore, right, in Pimble. And over the last week, I have been in conversations with people and I felt the tension of how they feel about what's going on in the world right now between Israel and Palestine and, I mean, everything, everything and everywhere. And, for example, I was having a, a conversation with uh, a woman from Iran and then, you know, a, another guy kind of walked down the stairs, an older gentleman, and and I could just feel like he looked at her, but there was some sort of conflict, like in their eyes. There was uh, there was anger and frustration that, arise, that arised. And, I you know, I asked, I was like, oh, what's going on there? And... She told me, oh, you know, he's from Palestine and, you know, he believes that what's going on is right and this and that. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she told me about how she protests in the street last year in Australia and, and you know, she's got her opinion and she's fighting for what she believes in. And I thought this is kind of the first time that I'm like, wow, okay, here's this conflict and then the whole thing with what happened outside of the opera house where the Palestinians were basically celebrating Hamas and, and you know, end the lives of all Jews and yelling out and protesting horrible, horrible things. Um, and, you know, it's all coming to the surface. It's all just this big melting pot of anger rage, so much pain, so much loss. Now I've got another um, colleague slash, not even a colleague, I just got another mate who comes to the gym and he's Syrian. And, you know, we were, we were chatting outside and I said, it's really sad to see what's going on in the world. And he, he, he was basically educating me with what was happening or what has happened in Gaza for 75 years and how, you know, the Palestinians have been totally oppressed and they're, they're controlled with, you know, the food that they have and the resources that they're entitled to and they're basically contained to a particular land, uh, 
um, and they're controlled every single move. And he was telling me how they've been oppressed. And, and I was like, wow, like this is way, way, way deeper than I, I can, can even conceptualize. And there's always kind of two sides to a story, but that doesn't mean the other story's right or the other story's wrong. It just means there's two sides. Like war doesn't just happen out of nothing. It, it really happens because one person or many, many people believe that they are uh, right or entitled to something or feel oppressed, you know, haven't been treated fairly, have had just loss and, and so much pain move through their lives and, and their culture. Things have been stolen from them, land, family. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. And, you know, whilst I'm having this conversation with this this bloke who's Syrian and this other guy who's Jewish, uh, who's also a lawyer, he came in and, you know, he just said, oh, this is a really important conversation. I can overhear what you guys are talking about. You know, I I, I want to introduce myself. I'd love to be in it. And, and, you know, there was this conversation. And yes, it was heated at times. And I could feel one person... You know, was really standing up for, for, for he, what he believed, and his minority, and how he he feels like his culture had been oppressed. And then, you know, um, the other guy who was a lawyer but also Jewish, like he was kind of dancing on both sides, and there was this constructive yet heated sort of conversation that was going on, and I was just a part of it on the sidelines, and I'm thinking, wow, man, like. Will we ever get to world peace? And does that even fucking exist? You know, like when I was in this this men's business um, about a year and a half ago now, one of, when we started getting a lot of momentum and we started really like noticing the, the impacts that the work was having on these men, like men that were hating themselves, men that hated others, were totally transforming their lives with this work. And at the bottom of the barrel, what this work was all about was unconditionally loving yourself and all the parts and moving into forgiveness and feeling peace and learning how to let go. Really, really softening. And over time... Very, you know, kind of very naive. You know, it was basically three, like, you know, I was Greek and Italian. We had another man who was Sri Lankan. You know, we had a a white English man. Uh, You know, it was just like, it was just like a bunch of kids and a couple of adults getting together and, and noticing that the work that they were teaching, that we were teaching was changing men's lives. And it's like we we started to preach, we started to to spread the message that this company is about world peace. And and I love that. Like, I, I love that because it brought a lot of positivity um, and light in the business, right? It's like, no, we're a business that stands for world peace and we believe world peace is is possible. But at the same time, it, it was also quite naive and I didn't really see that until I was out of it. And, and now I'm thinking, man, 
like, yeah, it's easy for me to talk about world peace because I'm in Sydney, Australia, and I've got, you know, like, I've got my own shit, my own problems, but I've got a great life. Like, you know, I'm looking outside right now and the hedges are cut and the grass is green and it's a great sunny day and here I am recording a podcast. Like, it's easy for me to talk about world peace because no one's come here and shot my father. You know, no one's taken me out of my own home and put me on the streets. And now when I look back that, uh, I, um, I'm kind of a little bit confused. You know, I'm like, fuck, like, is, is that even possible? Like, am, were we a bit naive to think that world peace is possible? But in my gut, I mean, if it's not world peace, like, then what is it? And as I've removed myself sort of from that community and done more work and really allowed myself to love myself, I always come back to the quote that Gandhi says. And it's like kind of cliche, but well, it's not even cliche. It's just, it's just fucking truth. And he says, be the change that you would like to see in the world. And the only thing that I can, you might be hearing an alarm in the background. I don't know what we're going to do about that. But anyway, I'm just going to keep talking. The only thing that I can ever control is myself. That's it. I am responsible for how I feel, all of my emotions. I'm responsible for the thoughts that I have. You know, some of them are probably not mine. Uh, you know, who knows where those thoughts got really come from? Um, you know, what can I control? I had a really good coach that I worked with when I was, um, you know, maybe about 27 years old. And he'd always talk to me about, John, what can you control? Right? You can control your thoughts. You control your actions. You control your behaviors. You know, you can control the way you feel. And you can control your breath. Right? And... I can't expect the world to change if I'm not willing to change. If I'm not willing to actually be the change that I would like to see in the world. Well, what's the change that I would like to see in the world? I would like to see people come more together. I would would like to see people love each other. I would love to see people not struggle and not suffer with the basic needs in life, like food and shelter and water. But I would like people to start treating Mother Nature with respect and love and care. Like, what what would I like? Well, I would like that people, innocent people, don't die and bombs and war doesn't happen. But can I control that? No. The only thing I control is is myself and the love that I can give to myself. So it's a really tricky situation 
because at the same time, you know, I stand for, for world peace. I stand for love. I just stand for loving myself and I stand for loving other people in the process. At the same time, it might be a little bit naive to think that, hey, yeah, this is going to be everyone's role and everyone's decision. Like, will war exist forever? Will we even be around forever? In this situation here, it's clear that, like, and in all situations, it's clear that there is always more to the story. There's always two sides to the coin. And I don't know anything about what's really going on. All I can feel and all I can see is that what's happening is horrible on both sides on all sides. And sometimes I think like, you know, maybe this has to happen. Like obviously it does, otherwise it wouldn't be happening. But maybe this is it. Like maybe this whole world just needs to implode for things to change. So look, this is this is just sort of a reflection of of what I'm seeing. You know, I'm, I can see the tension. I can feel the tension. I can see like the manifestations of what's really going on in Palestine and and um, and Israel. I can feel that world conflict actually play out right here in Sydney, Australia. You know, we see it in the media. I see it in my world. And, you know, what we're talking about, this this conflict, this is not just between Palestine and Israel. This is worldly. How long have been people fighting over land? Like How long have, have people been uh, persecuted, prosecuted? Like, how, how long has racism existed? How long has genocide been on all sectors? You know, not not just the Jews, not just the Holocaust. First Nations people, like the Armenians, the the Syrians, the Palestines, the Iranians. Like, I mean, like every culture has somewhat experienced genocide. I don't know. What do you think? Does world peace exist? And what even is world peace? Uh, what does it actually mean? That's another thing. I don't fucking know. I don't know what world peace means. Like, I think my mind's got some lofty idea of like, okay, cool. There's no wars. Uh, everyone's happy. <laughs> you know, like, uh, what else? <laughs> you know, no one's suffering in the world. I don't know if world peace means that no one's suffering in the world. You know, Buddha Buddha says that suffering um, is... Sorry, pain is inevitable. Like, people will experience pain. Death exists. Loss exists. Bad shit's going to happen, right? It's going to happen. I don't think that's the definition of world peace. I don't think the definition of world peace is like no bad shit happening to anybody. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what world peace actually looks like. It's actually quite quite funny that how, how much I... I tagged along to that um, 
to that message, that theme that we had in, in the business that I was a part of, right? Now I look back and think, uh, man, how about I just try for inner peace? How about I just try for my peace? How about I just try loving myself? You know, and I think that's an endless journey. And then how about I just end up like really supporting and loving the people around me? I mean, that's an endless journey. And then I'm going to fucking die. And then I'm going to die. My mom said to me the other day, in a hundred years, everyone on this planet won't exist. No, like give or take. But I mean, even the people that are, are born today, right now, a hundred years, that like 0.0001% are not going to last to a hundred. Yeah, okay. There might be a few kind of AI inventions, you know, microchips, longevity, uh, optimization protocols. But hey, like 130, what, 120? Like, really? So, yeah. In 100 years, everyone that you know, including yourself, will not be on this planet. Let's just say that as a blanket statement for now. All right, so what can we do? What can we do about this message? One, please don't look into my political views because I basically have very little and I'm also totally uneducated in the real matter of what's going on in the world um, and I don't I'm, I'm not pretending that I do and I don't wish to have that conversation anyway I can just feel that what's going on in the world is really sad um, and it feels like shit's breaking everywhere and maybe it's got a break you know, sometimes in coaching, I might say in order to have a breakthrough, it's like something's got to break. Like something's got to break in order for you to break through. And um, yeah, I think some shit's breaking. So there's only a few things that you can control in your life. One, you can control your breath, your physiology. Two, you can control your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. And you really have an opportunity to bring in more love in your life. To love all parts of you. To celebrate yourself. You know, wherever you can, just find more hope and find more joy. And uh, I don't know, whatever that means. Maybe you take more days off. Maybe you serve more. Maybe those parts of you that you hate um, or that you're self-conscious about or you're judgmental about, you start to allow them. You start to communicate to them. You start to talk to them. You start to say, I'm sorry. You forgive yourself. You forgive the way you've treated yourself. You learn to open your heart. I don't know, man, like, I can only really speak for myself, but as I've learned to open my heart, um, I mean, it's gotten harder. It's definitely gotten freaking, it's not a bumpy road. It's not an easy road when you kind of choose to open your heart and you choose to follow some level of, 
inner work or inner peace. I mean, all, all my shit comes up all the time, all the time. But, you know, I keep choosing this path of unconditional love. And a big mission of mine is just to help other people see that for themselves, help other people learn to love themselves. No one teaches us how to love themselves. And uh, I get that I have this life and I'm just doing and living my life in this way. And uh, people don't have homes, don't have food and are going through an immense amount of pain in life and torture and torture from all avenues. And I don't know if that's ever going to stop. I don't know if that's ever... I don't know if there's ever a moment in time where that actually stops. All right. Maybe a bit of a different one for today. Um, Hey, lots of love, fam. Uh, Working with some beautiful clients at the moment that have decided to take on a coaching journey. If you're listening to this and you would like to embark on some coaching, um, reach out, you know, send me a text message, send me a message on Instagram, write me an email, whatever it is, you know, just uh, coaching is a beautiful way to, uh, at least the coaching that I take people through, it's a beautiful way to help people connect with themselves. That's really, that's it. I'm helping people connect with themselves. And what I've noticed is that through the practices, um, through the awareness building, through the slowing down and some other modalities that I use, people are healing. People are uh, moving away from behaviors that don't serve them. Uh, People are finding more stillness in their life and more joy in their life. They're seeing certain things a different way. Perspective is really king. You know, when changing the perspective and not just changing it from a mind perspective, but actually opening up your heart and seeing things and allowing to let go of things that have held you back. You know, first we must heal those wounds and then uh, often simultaneously, actually, it's not like you're healed and then you get to go to work. I mean, it's healing is always taking place, but some level of awareness, some level of healing, some level of slowing down. That's what I love helping people do. Uh, Then magic can happen after that because then that's where the fun part starts, which is the gifts. You know, how do you want to move through the world? How do you want to serve and show up? What are your gifts? What, what What are you on this planet for? And I love helping people find that out. Uh, It's a very intimate, it's a very handheld journey, but I'm a guide and whoever decides to come on board for that, they are, that person is climbing the mountain and I'm climbing the mountain with them too. I'm holding their hand, but ultimately I'm just beside them. They are leading the way. So if you are interested in some coaching, if you want to look at your life and all the avenues If you want to heal, you want to let go and you want to move into your gifts, then reach out. And if not, all G, homie, keep listening to the podcast, uh, keep celebrating yourself. I'm going to start coming out with some, yeah, things are happening, you know, things are happening. The building is taking place and just enjoy life, whatever that may look like. Uh, Love people, love yourself and be the change that you'd like to see in the world and just figure out what that change is and then give it to yourself. 
hint, hint, probably going to be unconditional love. (laughs) Or maybe not. Uh, All right. See you, fam. Bye. Already.